gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. Speaking of worst, a uh, quick apology to everyone that listens on not Spotify. <laughs> this is complete. I want to take full responsibility for this. Yeah, it was completely Turnpike's fault. It was completely my fault because I, I just assume that if it sounds good on Spotify, since we do this by Spotify per, for podcasters or Anchor, I just assumed that if it sounded good on one, it sounded good on all of them. So, yeah, I um, I actually noticed this a while back because I listen on Apple Podcasts, but, and I was about to say something the other week, and then you were like, dude, audio has been perfect the last few weeks. Well, on Spotify, I think it's been really good. And I was like, yeah, that's right, buddy. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. good. Okay, buddy, whatever you say. Okay, Jim. Okay, Jim. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, it, it, it no, we're working on it. We'll see. It could be worse. Yeah, watch me do all this stuff trying to fix it. Yeah, and we it just ends up. We just were just messing awful. with the soundboard for about ten minutes. I feel like we don't change anything, but then it changes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. So well, we're if trying. It, if if the production value is bad this week, then it is still Turnpike's fault. And um, if you listen on YouTube, I'm you're sure missing he, like eight episodes. That's. That's, That's my fault. <laughs> that is Green's fault. Yeah. Well, I, I, there's some I haven't sent to you, but anyway, let's go ahead and get into it because we have a lot of things to talk about. I a lot has about, happened. I forgot to post those YouTube ones. Yeah, a you lot has happened. A lot has happened. <laughs> so that whole New Year's resolution of, well, not New Year's, like a resolution like a month ago of trying to post as many of them well, as we could. Well, and yeah, it's it's... As you can see, um, this is what we do for our full-time jobs, and this is... Yeah, very professional at it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're it's a meritocracy, and we're going to the top. A what? A meritocracy. Oh, yeah, by merit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I had, to, I had to... Just kidding. <laughs> That's why we're still here at the bottom. But let's go ahead and jump into some racing. We have NASCAR to talk about. We also have Formula was in the States this week. And wasn't good, but it was yeah, here. We'll talk about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into the NASCAR side of things. We had a race at Kansas. It was good. Good. It was good. The thing that I hate about sometimes this happens in NASCAR, and it, it happens in other racing series, but it's less of a problem, where I want the best racing to be at like the biggest track, the biggest venue, the the most hyped up crown jewel and that doesn't always happen but it's like oh yeah this is a race in kansas and it's like really good well and i think racing is a very unique thing where it's like the quality of the venues change kansas is probably as good as it's gonna get and it'll sit there for a few years and be really really good and then it'll wear down to where it was kind of like Atlanta was a thing where it was like the ti- the tire degradation. That's a big word. Um, the tire degradation was like the thing that Atlanta was. And at the, when you get to that point, it's almost too bad, you know? But right now where it's at, multi-groove racing is working really well. It's not brand new surface. It's worn in a little bit. And that's the thing. It's like, Kansas is not a huge venue, like you're saying. But just right now, in this current time period, the asphalt is mucho bueno. Mucho bueno. Mucho bueno. And um, it's, it's a really good, really good combination for these cars. Mile and a half, next-gen car, 
it's usually a good show. Usually, yeah. Usually. I have to put emphasis. Yep. Well, we had a truck race. Grant Entfinger won. <laughs> so uh, that was me snoring, in case you couldn't tell. Because when Grant Enfinger or one of these guys, there's certain guys that just win a race. And you're like, just, oh, I just, don't care. I don't care. Or At Martin alternatively. Trucks, like, well, I'm kind of divide. Like, I, I've, I've grown to really like Martin more. Like, when I first got into it, I didn't like him. But now I do. I just, I don't, I don't know why I don't like him. Like I genuinely, I do not have a reason to not like him. I'm I'm with that around uh, about some people. I just don't. Yeah. I'm just I'm like, dang, we wasted a win on him. That's how I feel like, when it's like a cup guy that wins a lower series race. It's yeah. like, dude, we wasted a win. Someone on Someone else could have had that trophy. Yep, that's what I've talked about every time. But what I dislike more, in a way, is how many times have we seen this? Okay, walk through your mind. So you're watching a race. Oh my gosh, this racing is incredible. There's passing, there's coming and going. There's like, it's just like, wow, this is everything I could ask for in a NASCAR race. And it's shaping up to be a ridiculous finish. And then Denny Hamlin wins, or Kyle Larson wins, or yeah. Kevin Harvick wins. And it's just like, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Which we say that. But when you have really good races, they're looked on as like when people look at the 2023 season, regardless of what happens throughout the year, this is going to be a race that's been like, that was a really good race. That's a race I remember from that year. Yeah. yeah. And it shows the people who were at the top during that time. Yeah. I mean, like I'm not saying that he <laughs> that he didn't deserve it. I'm just saying it's like, yeah. darn, I yeah. really wish that. Speaking of, let's just dive right in. got it. That was a fun way to finish the race. Kyle Larson getting hit in the rear, thrown in the wall. It is what it is. Yeah. Just that is what it is. Yeah. Now I would have been full bias aside here. If it would have been Kyle Bush or maybe Ty leading that race and that happened to them, I would have been furious. I would have been I never knew you were such a bent. Ty Dillon fan. Yeah, man. Ty Dillon, he's just my guy. <laughs> No, I... Ty Dillon for life, baby. I feel like every time we have a close battle near the end, both cars don't finish the cross the finish line. We have started to get more of that. I mean, I'm just thinking about like last year, like that first Darlington race with Joey and Byron. Yeah. Coda last year. Here's with the thing. That everybody. every now and then, it happens. It's entertaining. And usually people get mad. No one's getting mad anymore because they understand that's how... Just how it is. Yeah. I mean... And that's a problem because we're going to get it every single time. I, mean, I kind of like it. Like, I don't mind, personally. I don't, I don't I, mind. It's, I just don't, when I, it's just when I'm used I to I just it. don't like seeing first place get booted out of the way every single time. Not making it... Like, it's not a bump up their track and then see who wins the drag race to the finish line. It is... They're not going to come back from this, you know? And then at Pit Road, they're like, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> you know, I want to see some passion from that. I want to see, but it's so understood that you have to take every inch that they can't be mad because they do the same thing. Yeah. It needs to be a world. It's, it's where the older driving etiquette created more 
of a chance to win or lose respect. There's not that anymore. Everyone's just out for blood. I'd, I'd rather have, I'd rather have trophies than respect. Sometimes that's just how that, some people are going to. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where we're at. And there's no point in playing nice and gaining someone's respect because guess what? Someone's going to be behind you with that same mindset. Yeah, I mean it's like, and it doesn't matter if you play nice with them or not. Think about, think about having that mindset of, it's either bump or be bumped. You know, it's like if you think everyone around you is out to get you, you're going to go on the offensive. Like, you're not going to just let yourself be cornered. And it's like, well, I would bump him out of the way, so he would probably bump me. So I need to be bumping him so he doesn't bump me. Yeah. And that's just kind of cultivated in a way that this is just how it is now. For now. I mean, the only way it's going to change is if something in the drivers changes. And it's not. Probably if not anything, enough. it's going to get worse, in my opinion. It's the More way we're likely. moving. More than likely. Especially with um especially with just I mean, the way the point system works and the way it's just there's no give and take well, at all. Now getting a second place doesn't do much for you. It doesn't do anything for you. I mean it I mean, realistically it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't lock you into the playoffs. Mm-mm. Doesn't do nothing. I mean, it's a good points day, sure, but I mean, how many times do we see, I mean, think about last year with Truex and Blaney where it's like, hey, you guys have been running great all year. Yeah. You haven't crossed the line at first, though, so sorry. Yeah, it's, they don't do nothing, so why would you want to finish second? You, you don't. I mean, you Finish rather, first or, or finish, finish tenth if you wreck trying, you know? It doesn't matter, so. Yep. It is what it is, I reckon. <laughs> reckon. <laughs> reckon him. Well, speaking of which, Denny Hamlin does end up on top in this race. That is his first win, and surprisingly, I think it's been a little while. I think it has technically been a it's while. It's almost a year. I think it was the Coke 600. Oh, was that his last win? It was in May. It's an, See, it's another one of those races that was like, man, this race is incredible, and then he won. Yeah. So, Denny Hamlin wins. Looking at the standings, I'm going to run back through your current top 10 as it sits after the race this is with everything factored in ross chastain is still your leader he had a slight gap last week he is now a 31 point gap ahead of christopher bell behind him martin truex jr denny hamlin kevin harvick tyler reddick ryan blaney kyle larson byron and keselowski that is your current brad keselowski 10 chris busher in 13th uh, you've got Ricky Stenhouse. Is, Where's Corey LaJoy? Ricky Stenhouse is 14th. Corey LaJoy is 22nd. He is ahead of Eric Jones, Allmendinger, Haley. He's technically ahead of Priest. Who would have put Elliot. Corey LaJoy above A.J. Allmendinger? That's pretty crazy, ain't it? I would have had, like I was debating on whether Dinger needs to be in my playoff bracket, like way too early. Yeah. Like that was a borderline call for me because it is his first year doing full-time cup, and uh, I say first year. First year in a long time. I do find it funny. The two lowest-rated Toyotas are 19th and 18th, and it's Ty and Bubba. Ty would be ahead if he had not had some pretty poor luck the last couple weeks. Yeah. Had to pit from, like, fifth with five laps to go at Talladega. Was running up front in this race until he had some 
some problems. So he's doing really well for a rookie. I just want to say I'm wearing my Ty Gibbs hat. Let's go. That's my guy. So Your bias is showing. I am biased, but he's been doing really well. Speaking I mean, of Ty. He's had two ridiculously unlucky finishes, and he's only right behind Bubba. Well, speaking of Ty's having problems. Actually, no, it wasn't Ty. I don't know why I said Ty. Are you okay? No, I'm I'm tired. Dude, yeah. I just got off that a 12-hour That one. is one thing that is kind of sucks about us doing this on Monday nights instead of like when we used to do it like Wednesday morning. I am pooped. Is it's like we get here and I'm like I want to go to bed. For some reason, I thought Ty Dillon punched. Um, no, that would not punched. be. That would be Noah Gregson. That would, that would be Noah. Ty Dillon has not been doing anything notable enough to get punched for. Yeah, he hasn't been doing anything good enough or bad <laughs> enough for someone to want to punch him. <laughs> I forget he's there sometimes. But Noah yeah, Gregson versus Ross Chastain. Can I just point out the hilarious fact that? Somebody finally went up to the man, and then Ross punched him. <laughs> oh, Ross came out on top, dude. Yeah. Ross still comes out on top. He's really he can't, great. He can't beat him. I love how he he tweeted after the race, kind of his post-race update. He's like, finally a drama-free day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he won, dude. I mean, you can't, I mean, he wins again. Like, Though, I'm going to be <laughs> Ross honest, wins again. No, Noah lost that fight the second he went up to him with that haircut. Oh, yeah, that's You true. can't win a fight with that haircut. It's like, dude, you can't come up with that weak stuff, man. You got to yeah. come up with like a power mullet. If, exactly. If, if Noah came up with the power mullet, he probably he could have won. won. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Chastain would be dead right now. Yeah, <laughs> power mullet. He's got like 6,000 attack. But, no, that was that was definitely... I That one guy that got in the middle... It's like, no, dude, let him have at it. I'm a little upset. Boys have Who is, literally. That's got to be one of their people. Uh, one of one of theirs. Because it maybe, wasn't a NASCAR official. Maybe. He was in like a brown shirt or something. It's just some random dude that was just walking by. <laughs> <sighs> Which would be kind of funny. But I don't think, I mean, it's not. Like NASCAR funny. officials, yes, they have to. That's their job. Yeah. Anyone else, hands off. It was just some random dude. And I feel weird advocating for people to punch each other. But... I mean that's that's NASCAR. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying we had a NASCAR. This is the best weekend you could ask for for NASCAR. You had a really good race and a fight. The only way it could have been better is if there was like a big one or something. Yeah, that would be like the trifecta of like NASCAR marketing goodness. I wish there was two fights, but Kyle's too nice. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny. Like they're having like split screen because Denny and Kyle are throwing punches, <laughs> and on the other side it's Noah and Roth throwing punches. Well, Roth throwing punches. Oh, I think I think Noah would have thrown back. Noah if he was wasn't. trying. Yeah, he was going to. That guy. We we could have had a good show there. Yeah, dude, there's was officials good. close enough. Yeah, that it wouldn't have gotten out of hand because there is a level where it gets out of hand. Let them throw a couple swings, and then... I mean, anything's got to be better than the uh, that one fight in the truck series however many years ago, where like they were both Rest so... Rest in power, John Westtown. Lynch. Yeah, so they're like like just trying to punch each other, but they're both so tired that they're just like kitten mittens. They're just... wrestling, and they have like... Yeah. Just, so they're bad. just so tired that they're trying to fight, but it's just not working That was the worst fight in NASCAR history. Yeah, that was kind of bad. That was not not a great fight. But all right, so let's go ahead and look at right sides picks. Um, 
Turnpike got me a little bit this week, which I think I knew that was going to happen because it was I did not pick an A A tier guy. Um, Turnpike pick Martin Truex Jr. He got an eighth place finish, solid top ten, giving you thirty three points. I picked Chris Busher, um, finished seventeenth, about what I thought, twenty four points gained right there. Gonna go back to the leaderboard that puts Green uh, two ninety nine. Turnpike 275, a 24-point gap. Going into Darlington, do we want to go and pick that? Yeah, let's let. I, hold on, just make a just make a pick, just make a random pick. Just uh, no, go. just go. I'm gonna be at this one. Oh yeah, you will be. Yeah. I will be at this that, one. It's gonna be super cool. And this I'm is gonna get. Throwback. I'm gonna get to see the. Uh, what did they call it? The podcast, podcast bus. Party bus. Podcast party bus. Podcast podcast party bus. I might see if I can find Eric and introduce myself because I I've seen him on video call. I've introduced, but you've actually been able to see him in person. I've not been able to introduce myself in person. I just accidentally run into him at the racetrack. Like I I never like text and be like, "Hey, let's meet up," because like like we're acquaintances, but we're yeah. It's just like mutual kind of friends thing. And I remember I met him the first time in Daytona. And I was like, "Hey, man! Like, like, because we had just had that meeting on on Zoom with them about uh, podcast opportunities at the time." And I was like, "Hey, like, what's up? Did I tell you that I saw him the first time waiting to get on a bus in Disney World?" Really? Yeah, that was the first time. I don't know why. I don't think I've told you that. But That's we hilarious. were on a bus back because they were still making a lot of people wear masks at Disney at this time. Yeah. So he was there was just like this big hulking tall dude in the bus like line next to me and like he was like a row ahead and it was like one of those things that like i was like man that guy's tall and it's like it went by like my brain connected the two and i was like that has to be eric and then the like, only tall guy on the planet is <laughs> is it's it gotta be eric it's da- i remember it's da- when it's you daytona week he's tall and he's at disney world that's gotta be eric who was it was it maybe danny one of them posted a uh a picture of a big crowd and you can see Eric sticking out over it. It's like, yeah. can you find Eric? And you sent in a reply circling the light pole that was <laughs> kinda, in the picture. Several likes, which is funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny. But uh yeah. <laughs> like with Eric, like this time I think I met him like as we were like walking to the grid or something, like the Xfinity grid. Yeah. And I just it was me, him and, and Darian. We were just walking the Xfinity grid, just hanging out and of course, those two are really good buddies, and I was just kind of third wheeling. But it was like, you know what? This is kind of, it's just cool to be around people that you watch all the time. So yeah, it's like just accept it. And just I might try and find them at some point. If just you see him, yeah, definitely. See him. Um, but I'll be there. Um, I'm really excited. I haven't been to Darlington before, I, I and this will either. be this will be my first mile and a half race that I am old enough to remember. <laughs> I went to Charlotte when I was like a little kid, but I remember zip about it, really. To me, that's a good one to start at. The uniqueness of that track, and I love yeah. it. So, um, Darlington, let me go over to my list, because I need to see. Who hmm. have you not picked yet? I still have William Byron, but he seems to have been a little bit on a down. Well, he got like a third he did. Sunday. He did. I think he's just had some bad luck. But he's he came back from what happened that made him go two laps down? Oh, I have. Did I don't you even see? Remember? This is so funny because there's been like three people 
that I've watched that have been like, I cannot remember why he went two laps down. Yeah. Or I don't know why. He just kind of just did. He came back, though. Um, I'm going to go with it. William Byron. Okay, William Willie B. Now, I can't take a an absolute loser pick here, so... How have neither one of us picked William Byron? I don't, I don't know. I was just looking at that. I think I'm going to... Who have I not picked? Who have I who who have I not picked? I do you know. not see the list? I do. I'm like looking at the oh, list of oh. like people, <laughs> and you like can't read, to, like so it's a little difficult. Out like who I think has a chance, and then then trying to look at the sheet and see if I've picked them. Spreadsheets are a little easier to read when you're literate. Yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes I'm not. It's also we're trying to read a spreadsheet on an iPhone. Yeah, it's like I can't see. And it's not a small spreadsheet. Like it is a big spreadsheet. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, have I picked? No, I've picked him. This is where it gets. Now we're into that part of the season where I'm like, who have I not picked? Duh. Who have I not picked? What uh, race number are we on? Um, so two, three, thirteen. So this will be race number thirteen. Oh heck! Not him. including class. I've picked him before. Uh, have I picked him? The ones in red you've already picked. What do you mean the ones in red? Um, the spreadsheet has them in red. Oh, never mind. I see. I let's see. I was looking at the, I was looking over here at the other part that oh, just yeah, that go, just has them listed. No, if you go to the yeah, right, got, see now that makes a lot of sense. See what I'm talking about with yeah. a large spreadsheet on yeah, an now iPhone. I understand. You know what? Brad Keselowski. That's I'm, a good I'm throwing pick. it in. That's a good pick. I think they've been on the up recently. They I have. think they're going to cash in. We're seeing a world where Roush is becoming relevant again. Is Roush back? It's getting there. Roush I wouldn't back? say I I don't want to say yes because they're doing better. But you got to think about what you're saying when you're saying they're back. Where were they? They were a five-car team, which actually isn't even possible anymore. Yeah. Winning championships. Yep. So let's get Chris Buescher and Brad Kozlowski in the top ten in points. Yeah, buddy. They can get both of them in there. See, they're pretty close. I was about to say, I started to say, like, top 15, but they're there, aren't they? Yeah, they're already top 15. Yeah, so. Well, let's keep a trucking because we got a lot to talk about and so little time. So, this weekend, the Miami Grand Prix was happening, and I'm not going to be talking about this in the way that you probably expect me talking about it, because, I mean, Max Verstappen won. That's great. Wow. But. Shocker. He started, like, ninth or 10th. He started. I did hear that he had to go He goofed qualifying. So, I feel like, once again, we need to have the discussion of what is happening. And why? And let me let me try to explain this the best I can. So, you guys know me. I'm a big open wheel fan, but I also really like NASCAR. And it's so insane to me to see the effect that pop culture has upon a sport or a racing series or whatever. So, anyone that knows anything about anything can tell you that the Kansas race Sunday was astronomically better than the Miami Grand Prix. Actually, this whole season has been just boring. Like, even people that are, like, hardcore only do F1 are like, dude, this is like, this season has not been good. 
it's just been kind of boring. Fernando Alonso being top three, four every week is awesome, but that's about it. And uh, why is it that a, a TV show can manufacture such incredible hype for something that is currently mediocre at best? And it's just so wild to me to see the success and the different things like all weekend. Like I follow a lot of, there's like girls I follow on Instagram that are like models or whatever. They're all posting about being excited for Formula One. I don't see girls posting about NASCAR. Like just just small stuff like that. I don't see, you know, girls talking about, it's, it's really a girl thing because they all watch Drive to Survive on Netflix and that's where they got into it. And the drivers are very attractive men. Like I'm going to get that out of the way. Like these are top of the line, rich, handsome dudes that drive race cars, travel the world, and live the Playboy luxury lifestyle, there's an allure to that. You think about the Formula One driver, I think about like Charles Leclerc, super handsome dude, drives for Ferrari, big money. You know, like, that. that's going to allure people to like you. When I think of the average NASCAR driver, I think of somebody like Brad Keselowski. Older dude, great guy, family man, oriented, just kind of does his thing and goes home. That's the life I want. That's you know that's the that's the preferred thing I like. Of course, I, I say that like I like the I'd like to be rich beyond my wildest dreams. But <laughs> like that doesn't have the allure that the other one has. And right now, people follow formula not for the just ridiculous wheel to wheel battling racing that I love. That's why I like it is the racing product when it's good. But right now it's just it's just not and it's just getting even more popular as the racing got worse. People like quote unquote heroes. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a big thing. And NASCAR guys are usually pretty normal guys. They're pretty normal. I mean, every once in a while you have a transcendent dude. Like we talk about mm-hmm. like transcendent talents. So let me think of some examples. I'm going to give you a quiz right now about some transcendent talents, okay? So we'll start We'll start with somebody you know. Like ev- a lot of people know Dale Earnhardt. A lot of people know Jeff Gordon. Ooh. Yeah. Do people, like if you go up to somebody on the street and you say, hey, what do you think about David Pearson? you be like, who the heck is that? You know Richard Petty. Oh, yeah, that's the guy from the Cars movie. They They know that he's transcended out of his sport. So, you can also quiz me on some stuff that you happen to know a little bit more about. So, like, let's say football. You know Tom Brady. Do you know Tom Brady? Just give me a just yes. give me a yes or no. You know Peyton Manning. Yes. Do you know Jim Kelly? No. Do you know Dan Fouts? No. All four of those people I mentioned were ridiculously talented, mm-hmm. but only two of them are transcendent. Yeah. Another one I've gotten into is WWE. You know who John Cena is? Yep. You know who The Rock is? Yep. You know who Roman Reigns is? No. You know who Cody Rhodes is? Nope. So those are two guys that were mega in the in the 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 bygone era. Of course, not not that long ago, but not modern. The other two guys are the two biggest guys in, in WWE like right now. So WWE, NASCAR, we don't have. Those are just two examples of like sports or things that do not have a transcendent talent at the moment. 
Yeah. Like, I love Kyle Busch. I love Kyle Busch. If you go up and ask most people, just walking down the street, do you know who Kyle Busch is? They're going to have no idea. Because we don't have anyone that has the personality, the gall to 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 push and break that barrier. Because it takes a very special kind of person. It takes a massive audience. It takes a massive fan base to push that through. Now the question is, is this on the driver's for kind of closing their doors, for kind of going towards... Because there, there has been a trend of drivers being less open than they were to other stuff. Oh, know? I agree. It's a level of, is this the drivers stepping back saying, I want my time? Well, Or as, is this, or mm. is this the brands and the TV people not wanting the NASCAR guys? I think it's, there's not a demand for it. So I think about like, like Earnhardt being on like Letterman and stuff. I think about Jeff Gordon co-hosting Saturday Night Live. No one would care if you if you if we had. I don't know if Tyler Reddick they might hosted get Saturday Ross Night Chastain. Live. Yeah, Ross Chastain is the Ross only Chastain, person yep. that the talk show host could bring up that entertaining things for him to talk about that people would know. Like I'm not trying to say that everyone else is boring, but you have stuff to draw from with Ross. You yeah. have yeah, yeah. Hail Melon. You have all these aggressive moves that are wrecking everybody. Yeah. Fight now. Yeah. You've got all those moves. No one is getting on the phone with Kyle Larson asking them to be on the Tonight Show. No. I don't know why. There's no demand. 2021 champion. Who won how many races? Got suspended for saying the N word. Okay, maybe that's races the they dirt. That's a good point. <laughs> maybe they probably wouldn't call him anyway. Well, no, then. but also, but there's not a demand of people wanting Ross Chastain to do it, or ask wanting Kyle Larson to do it. Maybe Ross, because that would be kind of cool. NASCAR would literally have to pay for that spot. Yeah, slot. They're, they're no longer going to. They want relevant people that will make people tune in. That'll that'll appeal to an audience. Chase Elliott, maybe, but Chase Elliott's not interesting. Well, enough. here's the thing. That's the thing. Ross Chastain is the reason I said him is because you have content. Yeah, he's also a goober. What so. content do you have from Chase Elliott? <laughs> Nothing. You got hurt recently. Are you healing up okay? And I say this with love in my heart. <laughs> I say this with a. I really, really like Chase Elliott. He's a great. I think he's a fantastic. It's not driver. good that he's the most popular it's, driver. He's he's not. Yeah, like. Sometimes you have a magical combination. Like with the most popular Formula One drivers for the past decade have been Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Dominant. People like to see people win. If if your sports team is the Carolina Panthers and they haven't won a game in three years, how excited are you to watch the Panthers? Oh, I think I got excited about them in what was it, twenty fifteen when, when they, they went, went on that fifteen and one. Fifteen yeah. and one. And then they started being bad again and that's I I probably gave up with NFL when they started doing bad again. Yeah. And I well, just haven't gone back. I mean, just think about it. Like you want to see you want to experience the feeling of my guy just won. Yeah. We just won. It sucks walking away going. Dang, we just lost for the twelfth time in a row. Yeah. Well it's like think about it. Like if you're following a NASCAR driver, you might see them win once, twice a year, maybe. 
Yeah. I mean, unless you're, I mean, of course, unless you're a fan of somebody dominant that gets several wins a year, which I mean, a lot of people are because that's usually the more popular guys. But like, it's not, it's not easy. NASCAR is a miserable sport for someone who just has one driver. Yeah. Yeah, I've I got out you of that. You have to be a. Fan. I got out of that real quick. I have. You have to be a fan of the sport. Yeah. You have to enjoy racing etiquette. You have to enjoy everything that comes with racing. Yep. And take time to learn the finesse it takes. Yep. If you don't know what's going on, and you just have one driver you're cheering for, you're gonna be in for a bad time. Yeah. I mean, i.e. the Chase Elliott effect. Exactly. So, so uh, but wrapping this up, I was thinking, you know, Formula has been put on this pedestal. This is what it is. It's platforming. Formula One has a ridiculous platform right now because it's a movement of young people, very connected socially, very on social media, that are great consumers that are buying. I don't know if you saw the merch, you don't know the merch prices. At. Oh my god! It's not like that in Europe. Like if you go to like the like the stores and like over there, it's like going to an NFL shop here. Like it's not as ridiculous. But the American consumer it's has spicy, proven, but not nuclear. Well, <laughs> when you're when you're a <laughs> when you're a seventeen year old girl that likes Max Verstappen, and you go to a race, you don't know that a shirt's not supposed to cost a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like it's, just, I mean, like I have tons of Formula merch. I've got Charlotte Claire hacks, Max Verstappen hats. I've got a Lewis Hamilton hat for some reason. Valtteri Bottas, who has just been on just terrible this year, makes me very sad. Um, but like I've got it. And who's it's, he driving for now? Al, uh, Alfa Romeo. I thought that's who he's yep, driving for. Alfa Romeo. And uh, it's all about platforming. And people want things because they're desirable, like anything else. And Formula One is very desirable. It's a big, hey, look at me. I went to the Formula One race. Look how cool I am. No one's flexing their, I went to Kansas Motor Speedway this weekend. Yeah. Like, it's just that's just not going to organically market itself the way of, I went to a Formula One race in Miami. Okay, so this is going to sound weird coming from me because oh I, I very much like the other direction but do you think the fact that we have 40 guys hurts the marketability of the sport? I'm actually going to say no. I think that better car counts is better marketability for the sport. It's just in that 40 drivers, we need people that are a little bit bigger, like celebrity-wise. Like yeah. we, need, we have drivers. We need superstars. We don't yeah. have any superstars. So you don't think the fact? I mean, you got to think about you've got. Um, well, I say that I don't think the fan bases for them are very large, but you have, but you have people who are fans of like Chris Buescher and Ryan Blaney, and they're taking away from the Chase Elliotts and the. And I say that Ryan Blaney is probably one of the guys we would lean on, but I'm just saying you have people who are taking fans away from other people. So if we had 20 drivers like F1 does. You get a bigger amount per driver then. Yeah. And it, it it's less like I mean, you got we did the NASCAR show, Race for the Championship. And I think they did a good job oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> they did a good job selecting drivers, but how do you select out of a forty car field? There's some people and how that do you just know showcase you everybody. Well yeah. And that's Here's what you do. You go to Instagram, you and go to Twitter. Ty Dillon. No, you get you go to Instagram and Twitter, see who has the most followers, follow them. 
Yeah. That's literally the plan. That is the strategy. You have to only use people that people want to see. Yeah. Like, I, I say this with a ton of love in my heart, like a, like a Brad Keselowski. I did not like Brad Keselowski. I, ad- I adore Brad Keselowski now. I look up to Brad Keselowski. I don't want to follow a TV show about Brad Keselowski. Which they did. Because he Which is- Which I Because I can tell you, because he's a normal guy. You know why they did him, though, right? Well, because he's, he's a champion. He's like a big name, but- They did him because it was his first year at RFK. Oh, well, that's a good story, then. Yeah. Yeah, that so, makes enough sense. But still- Anyways, let's... But my point wrapping this all up is you need to present it as being important. It's how you carry yourself and present yourself. Formula presents itself as we are cool, we are hip, we have an attractive aura to us, we are the now. NASCAR does not market itself as anything. And when you don't market yourself as anything, you get moved to the past. So you have to... Make yourself important. And this is a weird analogy, but let me make it. (laughs) No. So, do you know what potatoes were used for in Europe a lot of the time? Not like Ireland, where they ate them for every meal. You know what potatoes were mainly used for? What? Horse feed. People fed horses potatoes. So, Frederick the Great had an idea. He wanted people to eat potatoes because they are el- they're, they're edible. You should eat potatoes. They're great. They have a ton of calories. They you know they're, they're they're good for you. So he wanted people to eat potatoes, but people only saw them as horse feed. So you know what his grand idea was? He didn't go tell everyone to eat potatoes. He didn't make them eat potatoes. He put royal guards at potato fields to guard the potatoes. Now, those potatoes are important. They're guarding. Why are they guarding potatoes? I got to get me some potatoes. And then that was like, holy crap, these are important. We should, we should, no, they're like, yeah, that, that's important now. So by doing something that doesn't seem intentional like to people, it can completely change how people feel about a certain product or, or anything. You put royal guards at potato fields, all of a sudden, potatoes, very important. Yeah. And that's just that's just how things are. Like, Formula was just a racing series. But now you've propped it up, made it into this larger-than-life thing with larger-than-life personalities. Now, that's important. It's just how it is. Yeah. NASCAR hasn't done that. NFL's done that. NBA's done that. Hockey's kind of done that. Formula's done it. NASCAR hasn't. Yeah. WWE's trying. Uh, I follow English soccer. That's done it. You've got people breaking records. People are excited. It's getting, gaining traction, popular. Like, it's just it's just how it is. So it kind of stinks seeing my thing dying out when everything else is getting bigger. Well, I say we got one more thing that I want to kind of brush on because it's, to me, this is bigger news than a lot of people made it out to be. Um, Legacy Motor Club. Jumping ship from Chevrolet to go to Toyota. Doesn't seem like a huge deal from the outside, but you have to think about it. Who essentially is running Legacy? Jimmy Johnson. Chevy just let go of Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. 
Well, I think Jimmy Johnson just left. Well, Chevy didn't care enough about legacy. Uh, it's Chevy has their hands full because they want to give Hendrick, RCR, and Trackhouse all the attention. There's only so many places those resources can go. Yep. They did not prioritize Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's going somewhere where he'll be prioritized. It just seems so weird. It's like, oh yeah, Richard Petty to Toyota. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, and that's the true. 43 going to Toyota. And that's like, true. I love Toyota. Like, I'm friends with a lot of Toyota people. Like, I'm all about Toyota. I'm so excited they have another team. I just didn't want it to be them, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. But I think it's just a sign of, I mean, manufacturer support is just everything right Change now. the name of the team. I love the name. What? But you can't. Yeah, you can't be like Legacy Motor Club and then go to Toyota. It's just yeah, not. It's can. just not. No, that just doesn't work. All that is the badge on the front of your car. The black and gold. Do you with know the Chevrolet how long? Do you know the how black long? Black and gold was great. Just how long did Petty drive Chevrolets during his career? Like never. I don't think he ever did. No, I don't think so either. No, he didn't. But so that, why are you making so, this strong connection so with Legacy? Because when you think of like yes, Toyota's only been legacy. here since the late 2000s. You think of a long-standing Chevy relationship with you know Chevy and NASCAR. I don't think of Chevy. And you think of, oh yeah, Legacy, the 43. And now it's like The Toyota. 43 is still there. It's like Toyota. The that's make like, of that's the like car starting a new church matter. down the road and calling it First Baptist Church. It just doesn't work. I don't... It's just, somebody it's just had silly. to do it. It's just silly. Somebody had to do it. What do you think about... There is a First Baptist Church. Yeah, but they founded it when it was the first, though. <laughs> what do you think about guitars that come from the factory with all the scratches and stuff already put on them? Does it feel fake? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the, that's kind of how I but feel. But the, the make of the car does not matter. It, it kind of does. It like, does it's, it's all about aesthetics and it, like your team's identity. That it's aesthetics, your brand. The aesthetics... No. We just I just got off my soapbox about how important stuff like that is. The brand of car you drive? Yes. You're making okay, a identity. Okay, so, so what's better, running 25th to 30th in a Chevy? I'm not or saying they shouldn't have made it. I just said I don't like it. You just said change the name. Yeah, that's what I would prefer no. them do. Even though I just went about how much I love the name, now that you've thrown that out of the thing with... Toy, You're not Chevy. throwing anything anywhere. They're yes, just swapping manufacturers. Yes, you this are. This is though. not a big deal. It is a big deal. It's not though. If if you know how many if times, Joe Gibbs went to I, Ford here, tomorrow, I know there was some loyalty. But the second the early Cup guys heard a car was doing better, they didn't have contracts. So guess what they did? They swapped. The true legacy is not the in the true, make of yeah, car yeah, you're yeah. driving. It's just it's just all about the aesthetics. Yes, I understand. Toyota's the only brand. been here since what, 2007? I get it. You're changing. I understand the brand. they are the newest brand. But that doesn't matter. This is still a team that is owned and operated by Jimmy Johnson and Richard Petty. Richard the doesn't do anything branding, anymore. He doesn't, but his face is there. And he's still at the racetrack. He is a part of the team, whether it's a minority share or a majority share, I think he, he has is any there. Shares. I think he's he does have some. I thought he was like pretty much completely bought out. I mean, he he ain't got much, but he's there. He got. Some Why money. would he be involved? He has no reason to be at the track because he has like 
like reason to. It's like, Why? oh yeah, Richard, we need you at the track because people don't show up for us unless you're there. And he's like, gotcha. How do how do they entice him to do that? They he still owns they part of the company. They might just pay him. I would. I they would might just paid him. I, he probably owns a couple shares, but like, either way, I think it's most. The reason this was called Legacy Motor Club is because those two are together. Yes. Not because they drove a Chevrolet. <laughs> With Toyota. That's so weird. Yeah, it I is. Would, it now, is. I'm not, I'm not saying just it's not going to be weird. Them. I'm not saying it's not going to be weird. I'm just saying that it sucks to see that Chevrolet let go of this opportunity. Because that's that's essentially what it is. And maybe they didn't have enough resources to share it all. Because you don't want to drop Trackhouse. No. You don't want to drop RCR. No. And you don't want to drop Hendrick. No. So if it's a resources thing. There you go. That's the end of the yeah. line, and that's what happened. But it sucks to know that they had such a cool brand here of the legacy thing. And yes, Chevrolet is an amazing brand to do the legacy thing with. Yeah. I get it. It is a good. It's like the pairing. only one that like like them and Ford. I think you could have done that with because Ford could have worked. Have, they have the legacy, but like, and I'm not. I'm not just picking on legacy here. If any other team that I really liked would have done this, my opinion would have been the exact same. If Penske swapped to Toyota, I'd be like, "What is this? What are y'all doing?" Because you've thrown away your brand. Because it's the it's the Penske Ford. It used to be the Penske Racing Dodge. That was just yeah. what it was. And I still kind of wish it was Dodge because that was the brand they had was weird Dodge. Maybe one day. Maybe. I'm right. just saying. I like. I guess I'm just weird. I like things to be how I perceive them to be right, even when they're not. And anything else is wrong. Everything else is Yeah, they changed it. That's wrong. That's not <laughs> right sides only. That's, that's, that's incorrect. That's exactly where this podcast name came from. Right sides only. It's the right sides only. Yeah, you're wrong. So, Anyway, tangent aside. Gosh, I can't believe you're so mad about a little badge on the front of the I mean, car. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be mad about it forever. I'm just like, man, that's like just just seems kind of weird. Yeah, it does. I understand that part, but I'm tired. Me too. Uh, Let's call it. This is hour number fourteen for me today. Dear Lord, I'm feeling great, and I got to get up early in the morning. Oh dear. Me too. So and do it again. I need to go to sleep. Don't yawn. I'm trying, dude. Leave me. I had to make deliveries today, so I've been all over Mooresville and Concord and Rock Hill, South Carolina. And I hurt my back today. Oh, dear. It hurt. Rip in peace. Rip in, rest in peace, peace? Yeah. Rest cool. in peace and peace. Oh, pieces. Anyway. Reese's. This pieces. has been another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. Be sure to tune in next week. When Green will be looking out the window, trying to find his vehicle, only to realize it has rolled down the hill and into the neighborhood. I put the parking brake on. It did not work. It's gone. Luckily, there's a gate. I almost went through that gate one time. Yeah, that was a fun day. We'll tell that story another day. But yep. that was that was it was wild. hilarious. That was wild. Hey, Dylan, uh, I messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's your exact words. Yep, but. Well, anyway, we'll see you guys again next week. Once again, we're working on the audio. We'll see if this is any better. If it's not, we'll figure something else out. But this has been another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast, where if you ain't right, you get left. (laughs) You get yawned on. (laughs) That's a weird image. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) 